you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Absolutely the truth. However, you also miss some shots that you do take. And in the real estate game, there is so many things that I have done incorrectly to get to where I'm at today as a top producer. So I wanna share some of those stories. I'm gonna open my playbook and kind of help you understand where, where to focus your energy, understand mistakes will still be made, but I just wanna help you not make those mistakes and not lose that game that you're trying to win today because we wanna win every single day at the Game of Real Estate. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy Kane. What's up, guys? Jeremy Kane, Real Estate Agent Playbook. Super excited for this one, as sometimes we talk a lot about all the things that we do well, but today we're going to talk about some mistakes I made. So please like, comment, subscribe. If this is helpful to someone, please share it either on the podcast or the YouTube channel. Always looking to impact and help other agents succeed at the game of real estate. So let's get into it. First mistake I made and what I ran into was not having the market knowledge I needed to accurately portray what was going on in the real estate market in conversations with my friends, with people that always told me that the market was going to crash, with people that always seemed to have that negative vibe. And if you really think about it, as you know, those people that I have in mind that I had those conversations with, after I got the knowledge, they still are have that negative tone. It's just the things that I've been able to say to them because I went out and I found the market knowledge, I found the statistics, I found just a little bit of information to help me and sharpen my saw so that I could have those conversations. And it's not about scripts and objection handling. Totally get it. Like some people can just be like, yep, absolutely. These are the objections. This is how you handle them. However, every agent is going to be different and you are different as a person. So you cannot take an objection handle from one person and, you know, have it be a gotcha moment for your clients. We're not looking for those gotcha moments anymore here. We're looking for service and to be a resource. So knowing the market is absolutely key, knowing winners, knowing losers, knowing interest rates, knowing, you know, shows to close, all of those things are super important, but it's really how we put it together and meld it into our own personalities that really changes the game. Right. You can sit and listen to the title rep and the lender sit there and give you all of the statistics and all of that. But if you're just trying to regurgitate it on the the wavelength that they're giving it to you as a real estate agent and you're not taking it and putting it towards you as a real estate agent to your client, it's not going to make a lot of sense because real estate agents you know, kind of have that mindset. They know exactly what they're talking about when they're talking about closed a list and, and all this stuff. And, and clients can think about that too. And some may know and understand it, but most will not. So you need to take that information, put it into appropriate terms that your target avatar and your client will understand and utilize it to your success, right? Utilize it in those conversations. And it's not a gotcha. It's Hey, this is what I'm seeing. Oh, that, okay. You don't agree with that. Maybe we'll readdress it some other time. Or, you know, eventually people will start to come to you and ask you and trust you because they have that conversation where maybe it was back and forth. 
and then they didn't act on it and they didn't, you know, follow your advice. But if you have that conversation, keep it friendly. Don't try and, you know, obviously break anyone down. We're not, we're not in the market to do that. But if we can do that, then that market knowledge will become known. Now, within my circles, in my sphere, people are like, hey, Jeremy, what's going on with the market? Because that's what I've gone full into. And you don't have to go that far into it. But having that general market knowledge, having that understanding of what's happening, boots on the ground, is absolutely something that you can do. So plug in your realtor boards, plug into your industry partners. And, you know, honestly, if you don't have a lot of business, go out, preview some homes, right? Figure it out. Follow them along the MLS. Okay, they went under contract in this time. How did I feel when I was in that? How can that relate to my clients? Is absolutely a way that you can utilize your time and start to become that market expert that you need to be in order to compete in these you know more difficult times as a real estate agent. If you found that little tidbit value, please smash that like button. Share this with anybody who you know may be in the real estate agent game, anything you can do to help grow our community. I appreciate it greatly. Next, we're not going to be a secret agent. And this is something that I especially see with pre-licensing agents, not talking about being an agent and newer agents, not, you know, putting yourself out there. But there's also a portion of us that are like, ooh, you know, I don't know. My friend, they're pretty wealthy. They bought some houses. I, I don't know if I'm on that level, right? Don't be a secret agent. Put yourself out there. Take that market knowledge that you learned from tip one and, you know, insert yourself in that conversation, right? And please understand the statistics, right? We look at all these statistics, but it's very rare for a person to use the same agent on the to sell their home that helped them buy it. So if you can turn that upside down and be that agent you know, that insert yourself in there because maybe you weren't in the game then, right? Maybe your relationship is better. Build that relationship up and have that market knowledge, but don't just say, oh, they've already bought a house with a realtor. So I'm just going to, you know, we're just going to hang out and we're not going to ever, you know, approach that subject, right? There's so much there. Okay. A lot of agents I hear even say, I don't want to help my, I don't want to work with my friends. They don't say I want to help my friends. They say I don't want to work with my friends. And that's kind of a, defense mechanism. And to be honest, like there are people out there that don't feel like they want to share their financial situation with their friends or family or whatever. That's a very small portion of the people. So if we're hiding behind, I don't want to help my friends, you know, sell, buy or sell a home because it's too personal. That's probably not the right way to go you're most likely to get clients from people who already know, like, and trust you. And if you can provide them the value and they have a good experience then they're absolutely going to, you know, spread the good news. And that's where that referral business starts going. So don't hide behind these little objections or don't turn objections of the general population into your profile or your excuses is, is the biggest case. And all of that Kind of goes into the secret agent, right? Not putting yourself out there, not, you know, knowing what the market is, not being on socials and posting about the market, right? Because, oh, I don't want to inundate people. I hate to break it to you, but if you're posting one real estate thing per day out of all of the stuff that we take in per day, <laughs> I think you'll be okay. Just a subtle reminder that you're still in the real estate game, right? And so 
that's the biggest thing. Don't be a secret agent. Don't feel like anything you do to build your business is annoying because those people that know, like, and trust you, keyword like, are going to understand that that's your livelihood. That's how you make your money, right? And if they like you, they should want you to be successful. And if you make your money doing this, no matter what their preconceived notions of the industry are, it's going to be okay. So you got to put yourself out there. You can't be the secret agent. You got to be where your avatar is on socials and all the things. That's for another video. But just make sure that you're not allowing the, you know, your general perception of some objection that you have heard in the past. Don't make that an excuse for you not to build your business. Next thing is avoid investing heavily in other people marketing for you. Okay. This is probably the biggest mistake I make to this day is I'm sitting down, I get a sales pitch. I'm like, oh, I could totally use that, right? This person just did that, plugged it in. Everything was great. Well, here's the deal. I've gotten burned. Also, if there's somebody that calls you and says, hey, we can get you 30 listings in 30 days. If that was real, the people with money and the people that are top producing agents would buy into it. Absolutely, right? We all want 30 listing appointments in 30 days. The reality is it's not real, right? Money back guarantees, all this stuff. They're like, oh, well, you didn't check this box. So you don't get it back, right? I got burned by set schedule. Warm warm leads, hand it off to you, right? Warm leads, hand it off to you, whatever. Well, their definition of a warm lead is somebody who has been called by 150 different agents over 10 months and you know, is extremely pissed off if they answer the phone when you call and threaten lawsuits, right? <laughs> and you're just calling for the first time on this hot lead. So understand that leads are very, very difficult to work. And, you know, it's all recycled lists. Like if your brokerage is offering you 200 leads per day, leads are not names with phone numbers on a sheet of paper that you have to call, right? So understand that, if it sounds too good to be true or if it's just they're preying on our industry right now and it's i mean i've been burned i still like get into it like i've bought the mega open house package for you know 900 bucks and never even opened it right i've i've been burned by set schedule and make sure that you're not on these reoccurring because that's the secret right they get you you're excited you get into it it doesn't work for 3 or 4 or 5 you know, months, if you have that much longevity in you to try it. And then you're just like, okay, forget it, whatever got burned. Then you don't cancel it. If you cross one day into that new year and you don't catch it right away, you're going to pay for another year and you can't get it back. Right? So they get you on these subscriptions and sure they're doing what they said, 200 leads a day. Right? But they're not warm, hot leads like they, you know, portray. And so here's the deal. When I'm selling something, right? Or when I'm talking about testimonials and stuff, I'm going to put all of the testimonials forward that make it sound like it's amazing, like it's easy, okay? And but there's also in these sales cycles agents that, you know, maybe just broke even or maybe had a rough time. So head over to your social media, you know, groups, your real estate masterminds, your lab coats, whatever that is, and type in the company's name that's trying to sell you. And see what you see there because almost every company that's been out there that I've seen, people are like, nope, nope, nope. If there was a proven area to get leads and it was super simple and easy, absolutely everyone would be there, right? And, and not everyone's even at Zillow. 
<laughs> so yeah. um, that's that's another story for another day. But we need to make sure and vet and not get caught up in, you know, oh, 30, 30 listings in 30 days. Like if that was real, trust me, I'd be on it. <laughs> right. And and the top producers would be on it. Probably cost a lot more and not something that seems so low barrier of entry, you know, hundred bucks a month or 200 bucks a month or whatever. So make sure you're doing that. And then also, if you do say, okay, this is working. I talked to somebody, look at their back end. Do they have an ISA team? What are they doing? Are they, do they have a buyer's, do they have a bunch of buyer's agents or how are they servicing these leads? Because sure, if you're a team lead and you're getting leads because you have to provide leads because you said you would, and you're having some success, how much are they actually paying for that lead to convert? Right. And that's why they're taking those splits and that's why they're acting as they are. But if you're a single agent, maybe you don't have the infrastructure and the templates to make that happen. So sure, if this team lead is doing it and they're crushing it, you know, 100 sales a year, but they have an ISA team and all their costs are covered because the agents are paying these big splits in the form when they do close the leads, then you have to understand that it's probably more than 100 bucks a month or 200 bucks a month. It needs to be a much bigger investment. And you know, as we get bigger and bigger in the investments and we're like, oh, maybe this isn't worth it, right? Maybe I should just go work on my sphere and build relationships. And so just make sure that you're not getting burned by that. And, you know, if you have been burned, I would love it if you would put the name of the business in this um, comment below. And just so we can keep a track record of, okay, it is what it is. And I will tell you that, you know, some of the times I've been burned, it's because I just didn't plug in. But that's what these companies are built on. That's what these companies are doing to be profitable is preying on agents that they know aren't going to plug in. So make sure that you're just doing your research and staying on top of it. There's no magic pill, right? Every top producer I talk to, one of the first three words out of their mouth is, you know, my sphere of influence. So I'm telling you right now, flash in the pan stuff sounds great. Maybe get you a couple deals. Very expensive. But ultimately, to build your business, it's about sphere of influence and nurturing them. And that's what I do. That's what I specialize in. So if you want to book a game plan call with me, please do so below. Have you faced any pitfalls I haven't covered? Please put them in the comments below. Let's get some engagement. Let's get this rolling. I would love to dive into those. And the truth is, I've probably experienced them too. In this short video, I only covered a few. But definitely put those below. So... The real difference and how we become that all pro athlete in the real estate industry is how we come back from these pitfalls. They're going to happen. We can't cover them all. We're going to take that, you know, low lying fruit one time. And, you know, we have to make sure that it's really about how we learn from our experiences. Don't keep doing it. Don't keep searching for, you know, that magic pill of leads, the perfect lead company that's going to, you know, make you millions of dollars and all the things like once you do it and try it, if you're not listening to the video, right, then just quit doing it. Right. So let's make sure that each and every one of these pitfalls we recover from. Right. So stay curious, do your homework, make sure that if you are, you know, seeing some success, you're following it because another trick is, Hey, let's get this person on. We'll give them one or two really good hot leads and then they'll be dialed in. And they'll think it's going to work forever. Okay. So understand, do your homework. What gets measured gets managed. Continue to dive into that and make sure that where you're putting your time and energy and well earned money, 
make sure that it's still serving as it should be. The next is embrace the technology, but be weary of it, right? Get it there out there on social, do the things like make sure that you're doing that. Um, but make sure that you're also where you're at, where you're supposed to be, where your target avatar is, right? If you're dealing with seniors, I don't think TikTok's your, uh, your top thing, unless you're dealing with seniors in high school who can't buy homes typically. So make sure that you're, you're where your avatar is and embracing technology, but not overshooting it, not overextending. And the next is attend everything you possibly can network with industry professionals. They will be your best friend. This is literally the most underutilized networking is, you know, lenders and title people and, you know, any contractors or any business owners, like just build yourself a little network of ninjas who will support you because you support them first and help you build your business. So that's the biggest thing is get out there, go to these, you know, market reports, go to these mindset classes, go to these things and meet not only other agents in the crowd, but the people that are putting them on because they are assets. Every single one of those people in the industry can be an asset and don't sell yourself short. Go for the top people, the people that are out there, the people that are easy, um, who are, you know, putting on events, who are doing market updates, who are doing these things, build relationships with them. I promise you, you will not regret that. And at the end of the day, just remember, everybody makes mistakes, right? Make sure you stay vigilant. Make sure you're measuring um, what everything's going. Make sure you're managing your business as a business owner, not a self-employed, you know, self uh, an independent contractor. And just make sure that you are constantly looking at that and measuring and changing and chopping and, and doing the things and continuing to advance. And you will be much better off. And again, everyone makes mistakes. The champions are the ones that learn from those mistakes and change it and don't continue to make the same mistakes. So if you like what you heard today, please subscribe to my channel. I'd be ever so grateful to continue to drop this real estate agent knowledge and little memoirs of what I have gone through as a real estate agent in my tenure. So I hope you enjoyed it. Please share the show. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.